Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. I want to welcome in Jeff Rabjohns, covers Indiana and college basketball recruiting, publisher of Peaks.com, joining us here on the show. You know, Jeff, uh, are you a Van Halen guy? I just have to know. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, being a child of the 80s, I think, you know, we're all a little bit Van Halen guys. That song was not for him because, Jeff, I got to be honest, there's no way in hell you can remotely jump. <laughs> so um, to him suggest I, that you can <laughs> jump or might as well jump, <laughs> he was not speaking to you. I mean, that's accurate, wouldn't you say? It's 100% accurate. You remember that one time we were we were in an AU event? <laughs> we, were, we were at Louisville. And you were like, hey, can you jump up and even touch the bottom of the padding, the backboard? Padding. And I was like, yeah, and went over and grabbed a chair. <laughs> Still couldn't get it. Oh, man, that's great. What, would you be I, up? I don't think I did. I think I jumped off the chair and missed. And I was like, okay, let's stop embarrassing ourselves in public. Rain to toe. It was pretty funny, though. Yeah, it was. Jeff, before we get to hoops here, are you a, a David Lee Roth guy or a Sammy Hagar guy? Mm. I got to know that. I would lean David Lee Roth. Mm, just a lean. On. Not a strong lean, just a, a little bit of a lean. A little bit of a lean. It was he was such a good showman for the eighties. He loved you know, those tight leather pants. Hair, and it was the show. And he was the almost in a way the prototypical eighties front man. You know? Mm-hmm. And it was the eighties. It was fun. It was outlandish. The costumes were ridiculous. Yeah. You know, but what, yeah, what, Sam, I mean, Sammy Hagar, what? He didn't come from the 80s. He, he wasn't fun. I mean, he didn't. Ha- oh, he, he was a man's man. Nah, he brought it. He was corporate. It, he, he oh. was perfect, but I just thought David Lee Roth is David Lee Roth played the character exactly. of the 80s rock and roll front man. Just almost to the almost to the T. Jeff, you're my guy. I just want to say that you're my guy based on that answer. Well, Sammy was had a little less uh, high-powered drugs in his system. That's, or he could have wore the leather frayed pants too with the no shirt and. Well, that's on him. Harry Ch- that's that's on him. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, with all the hoops that you've seen lately, high school basketball in this area, college hoops, Final Four is set. What is the most compel- compelling storyline, or the most interesting storyline, in your opinion? Or what excites you the most? I want to make it about you. This is not about you writing a column. It's about you. What have you been most excited about? Tell us how you feel. (laughs) I am the most interesting thing to me, high school or college right now, the most exciting storyline, Dusty Mains for Atlantic. Yeah. I think what he's done is absolutely unbelievable. And all due respect to UConn, that's UConn. Miami, Florida, good story. But they've been to the Elite Eight recently. San Diego State, okay, that's a cool story. But Florida Atlantic in the Final Four is absolutely unreal. You know, I mean, yeah. and I remember when you went down there and, and spent some time down there, and you called me after you were, you'd been down there for a day or two, or maybe you'd been back. I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I remember you said, listen to me, Dusty May's got a squad. Yep, yeah, that's that's I what like, I okay. said. Squad. And so I remember being able to pull up a few of their games online, and it was like, dang. <laughs> That looks like a legit team. It's not just a good, you know, mid-major team where you go, okay, they can win their tournament. They can right. get in. You know, they did things to where you looked at them and went, hmm, okay. 
you know, and I think at the time they were top 40 in Ken Palm yep. in both adjusted offensive and defensive efficiency, and now they're top 30 in both. And, and as, as we've all seen, good offense is starting to beat good defense with a little more frequency, right. you know. Right. But he's got guys who can score. He, they, that team can go get points. But just the whole story of, uh, of Florida Atlantic in, in itself. But then you throw in Dusty May. You know, grew up in the state of Indiana. Um, you know, a former IU manager. Yeah, Bob Knight guy. Really, really. Yeah, yeah. It was a manager under Bob Knight. Um, I just think it's a really, really compelling story. Yeah, how about how about the, on the other side? You got San or on the on the top. You got San Diego State, the art one of the architects of the Fab Five, and Brian Dutcher. Yeah, yeah, that that's really wild, and that that's a really good team. You yeah. know that that's a really really good team. Um, and it's interesting to watch. Obviously, they're more defensive oriented. You know, it is kind of interesting to look. You know, we've got a couple teams in there, Miami and Connecticut, who are better on offense than defense. Miami by miles. You know, Miami's top five in adjusted offense. They're not even top 100 in adjusted defense. And they got to the Final Four. Dusty May's pretty balanced. UConn's really good in both. You know, top three in offense, top 15 in defense. But then you got San Diego State, a little more old school. Uh, yep. A little different. They're only top seventy-five in offense, but they're ranked fourth in defense. You know, they really they 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 grind games out. But that's also a really good story. It's a fun Final Four. Every team, you know, UConn resurrection program. You know, when, I remember when Dan Hurley was hired. There were some people who were like, "Oh, what are you doing? He's never going to be able to get it done." Well, yeah. he's in the Final Four. Right. San Diego State, like you said, with Dutcher. Okay, that goes back to Fab Five. You know, Miami. They're sort of in a way. They have one of the better roster constructions for modern basketball. You know, no starter taller than six foot seven. Right. Um, yeah. You know, the guy they got in the middle in Norchard is. Uh, you know, he may not be tall, but he is stout and strong. <laughs> yeah, I, you were there live when they what, what he did to Indiana was oh. ridiculous. And, and I'll tell you this: he looks bigger in person than he does on TV, which is pretty common. But when, but I just hadn't seen him before. You know, I, I don't recall being, you know, from high school or AU. I don't recall being in the same building he was in to watch him play. And I'm standing there, you know, baseline when they come out for their their open practice. You know, before the game started, I was like, whoa. Yeah, he looks like, like a WWE hit. wrestler. I was going to say left tackle, but he he looks really cut. I mean, is he that cut in person? He looks like it. He does. He does. He he is thick, but it's not you know it's not chubby in the middle or anything. It's it's stout. He's just got a he's got that thick frame. Yeah, know, and the great words of Lloyd Christmas. Is. Lloyd Christmas once said he must work out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look I'm, at I'm, the butt yeah. on that. <laughs> he must work out. He must work out. <laughs> Jeff Rabjohn's with us here. Peaks dot com. You know it's crazy to me, Jeff, with the final four that you were detailing right there. We always hear these conversations each year of like how many teams are capable of winning a championship. And this year shows me how sometimes we might be off base in other years when we say that. You know what I mean? Because if you look at Florida Atlantic, they beat Memphis by one point. And here they are in the final four. Look at Miami. Their first game against Drake, they had to come back. They almost were one and done. And now here they are in the final four. So I think that this year shows you that other years where you say, oh, yeah, only eight teams are, are capable of winning a championship this year. Sometimes we're off base with those discussions, wouldn't you say? 
Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that made this college basketball season so compelling. As you went through month by month, you start off in November, and you're like, okay, I, I, I think these are really good teams. But then you have things that happen early, you know, like Purdue handles Duke and Gonzaga with really no problem. I mean, the, those games didn't go down to like the last, you know, a, a game-winning shot or last 60 seconds. No, Duke handled, or I'm sorry, Purdue handled those two teams. Yep. So like, okay, maybe Purdue's a legit team. Uh, maybe Duke and Gonzaga are good, but maybe they need to come. And obviously, Duke had significant injuries. You know, losing Derek Whitehead, their stud six foot nine freshman for a stretch and everything. But then you get teams like then Marquette starts to come along. Then Kansas really. Mm, December and January, they looked like you know a pretty solid one seed, and and then you had a team like Creighton that that had a good stretch and then had a bad stretch, and then as it gets close to tournament time, you're like, man, Calvin Brunner's got it going, you know maybe, and and you know they had a good run, didn't quite get there, but it was a very compelling season because as you went through month by month, the it sort of shifted as far as who you thought you know had a was a Final Four threat, and they were probably over the course of the season. What, 20, 25 teams? Maybe a few more that you looked at and said, it wouldn't be insane if they made the Final Four. You might not right. predict them to go that far, but you're like, yeah, you know, I can see it happen. Hey, Jeff, when, once you saw the Miami in person, uh, wh- whether they were or not before you, you watched them in person, was Miami a team, is Miami a team you think can go all the way? Yes, yes. They are. And I'm not saying they will, but I, when I saw them in person, I thought, man, this, this could be a Final Four team. And, and, and the reason is, um, you know, they've got guards and wings who can score in different ways, especially, you know, Jordan Miller, Isaiah Wong, and Nigel Pack. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had that comeback the other day where I can't remember, I, I can't remember if they made a three in the second half, but, you know, they're playing a team that's overplaying the three-point line. Okay, but they got three guys who can drive. Mm-hmm. And, and you can throw it into Norchad a little bit, you know. Um, he's not going to go get you a ton, but you can throw it to him and, and ask him to do something. But then there was another game, you know, Nigel Pack goes 7 for 10 from 3 in the Sweet 16. And the three-point shot takes them to the Elite Eight. So I really thought that was a really well-constructed roster. Obviously, Isaiah Wong, you know, he, yeah, he was ACC Player of the Year. You know, he, he's really talented. Um, but you look at all the guys, you know, Jordan Miller, Isaiah Wong, um, uh, uh, Nigel Pack, you know, even Poplar, um, and, 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 and Joseph, you know, guys who, you know, shot a good percentage and made more than a three per game. You know, Nigel Pack's, you know, almost at two and a half, a little over two and a half made threes per game. So you've got guys who can make threes, but they are athletes who can do other things. It's not like they're just spot-up shooters. So, yeah, I thought that watching them in, on TV, I thought they were good. But then you see them in person and you're like, the, 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 the type of guys that they can get around without much problem. And they've got so many guys who, Dana, I know some of you guys who coach call them bailout guys. Like, you throw it to that guy and just say, mm-hmm. dude, make a play. Go get, yep. you, get a no. bucket. Bucket getters. Yeah. Make it happen, Gotta guys. Have those. Gotta Brian, have, Brian's one right. of those guys. Make it happen, guys. Host, yeah. I thought it was a yeah. neutral grain eater. You know, that too. That too. <laughs> How about high school hoops, Jeff? What has been uh, most exciting to you as of late? All the high school hoops. How about Ben Davis, undefeated? How about that matchup, Ben Davis? Unbelievable. They were terrific. You go thirty-three now in four A ball, having to go through the MIC, the Metropolitan Interscholastic Conference, 
that is getting things done, yep. gentlemen. I mean, that's really difficult to do. Uh, I thought, and, and look at Dane, look at uh, Don Kyle, the uh, Ben Davis coach. He's now got two state titles as a player. I think it was 95-96 at Ben Davis. He's got a state title as a coach and a state runner-up as a coach. You know, and he's still, I believe he's still only in his 40s. <clears throat> you got a problem with 40s, at, we, pal? No, no, I'm saying he's got a lot of time left. <laughs> If he wants it, oh, I'm thank saying God. we may be we may be looking at you know, you know a guy who really might have a legendary career, even though his yeah. career is terrific right now. I mean, yeah. I I think I, you know, he's one of like only five people, I believe, if I read correctly, who have won boys basketball state titles as a player and a coach in the state of Indiana. So he's on a very 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 small list. Um, so he's pretty impressive, and I, I, I thought Zane Doty, their, their six, their six nine center, mm-hmm. I thought he had a fantastic game. I thought he battled five star Flory Badunga as well as anybody I've seen. <clears throat> High school AAU, NBA top one hundred camp settings, whatever. He Doty did. actually was very physical, um, relentless. Understood. Hey. You know, Flory's a phenomenal athlete. He's yeah. going to catch, spin, and dunk on yeah. me a few times. Don't freak out. Go yeah. to the other end, post up, and make him work really hard to deal with me. I, th- I thought Zane Doty, I thought he was a big reason that, that Ben Davis won that because he made sure that the center versus center production was not incredibly lopsided in, in, on Flory Dunga's side. Yeah, and I think um, from a coaching thing, perspective, Jeff, and sorry to interrupt, I think from a coaching perspective, how rude. You, you hit it on the head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Doty did. He executed the game plan perfectly. He wasn't trying to hold Flory Badunga to zero. Uh, he executed the game plan, and so the other guy on the on the flip side was John Peckinpah. John Scooter Peckinpah, head coach of Kokomo, former Mastodon, yeah, Muncie yeah. Central what grad. Do you remember John Peckinpah bouncing off of Greg Oden in the state <laughs> title games in the mid in the early to mid two thousands, Jeff? Yeah, I think that was what oh five something oh, along the yeah, yep. yeah, uh, yeah. I think that was the first time you went. Okay, John, be careful. You know, don't that head or that thing on top of your shoulders. It's a head. It's kind of important. You know, you might want to take a little care of it. But yeah, I mean, John gave full effort. I mean, there wasn't anything he could do against Greg Oden. But there wasn't anything a lot of people could do against Greg Oden. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Coach Peckinpah get one of those state titles under his belt. What were some other games that captivated you during this uh, state tournament? Um, I was very intrigued by the Blackhawk Christian team. Um, obviously, former IU guard Matt Roth uh, coached coach that team. And um, obviously, everybody knows the, the, the story behind it with, you know, former coach uh, Mark Davidson tragically passing and Roth taking over. And, uh, you know, they go 27 and three. Um, I, I thought Roth did a really good job. And I was doing a little research today, and I think he might be the first former IU player to lead an Indiana high school team to a state title since Bill Garrett, 1959 Christmas Addicts. I think. I got to double check that. Got to go through the list a couple more times. But so that's, that's an intriguing storyline. And they, they've, got, they've got a really good group. And I thought I thought Roth did a really good job with that team. Um, he did a really good job in that game too. He made a nice move. Joey Hart, Linton Stockton's outstanding shooting guard, was tearing them up in the, in the first half. So he took Kellen Pickett, their their six eight sophomore, he's got a good length, 
put him on Joey Hart to make you know height and length bother right. Joey a little more. I think Joey was one for fourteen in the second half, and Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian ends up winning fifty-two forty-five. Well, that was a pretty interesting move by Matt Roth. But it's going to be interesting to see what Roth does. I mean, yeah. obviously, he stays there at Blackhawk Christian. They, they've got a good program. And mm-hmm. they may have a chance to be a very good team for some time to come. And uh, I'm also intrigued by Kellen Pickett. You know, 2025 kid, like I said, 6'8 sophomore. You know, he, he scored a team-high 19 points for Blackhawk in that title game. So he, he's... He's kind of one of those guys you see during the season. You're like, I think he's coming along. And then you see him do that title game, and it's like, mm, yeah, I think I think that's add him to the list of guys to watch moving for forward. Sure. Jeff, you're the man. Appreciate the time today, and thank you for getting the Van Halen question right. It's Team David Lee Roth. <laughs> that's right. You embarrass you yourself, Rap Johns, with that. <laughs> Uh, well, hey, at least I didn't. Uh, you don't have any video of me attempting to jump, so I'm going to take that <laughs> as my win for today. Absolutely. We'll catch you later, Jeff. Have a good day, man. Thanks, Jeff. Take care, boys. Talk to you. There he is, Jeff Rabjohns, publisher of Peaks.com, covers Indiana college basketball recruiting as well. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey, we've got Miller Cop, Indiana forward on the line over here. Millie. Joining us here on the fan. So your He's a guard. Guard. Far, okay. Sorry. <laughs> guard. Small forward. I just made you. A, I just made you a forward there, Miller. Uh, so Dane calls you Millie Bobby Brown or Millard Fillmore, the thirteenth. Uh, or Millhouse. Yeah, or Millhouse. Yes. Uh, what's your favorite uh, nickname from Dane Fife? Um, I like, I like Millhouse, uh, but I also like. Um, what do you what? We shorten it to Fillmore, maybe yeah, El no, no, Presidente. What you, what, you got to tell a story of um, what'd you call me at Minnesota? Oh. That's my favorite. I, hey man, <laughs> I have completely blanked out. You got to help me. <laughs> I don't know, but I know I was at the free throw line at, at Minnesota <laughs> late in the game, mind you, right? And I hear uh, one of the nicknames. <laughs> I'm like, knock it in, Fillmore. <laughs> <laughs> and I am like, he did not just say that. Well, I tell you, I was trying to calm his nerves a little. <laughs> Maybe it was a tight game. Well, no, nah, he did that, and, and I, I knocked him in, so it really worked out. There you go. Team guy, Millhouse, Miller Cop, he – he uh, accepted the um, the coaching. He listened and he knocked down the free throws. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, Want to know what you think about Miami? Unfortunately, the team you lost to in the tournament, but they're they're in the Final Four. What were your yeah. impressions of the Canes there, Miller? Well, they're a good team. I'll tell you that much. They uh, they are they're not they're not very deep. You know, you don't have. I don't think you have to go. Um, you know, eight, nine guys in in your lineup if you have five or six that are, are that good and and play that well together. So right. that is, you know, you know they, they are very smart in terms of they know what they're doing. You know, each player knows their role. They they, they push in transition, man. They, if they, they get a rebound, they're running. And it can be anybody. There's no rhyme or reason to their, their breaks. 
but they get out, they run, and you know they, they really put pressure on you. And I think I think what what is really interesting to me is I didn't know they you know they guard, you know yeah. they they put pressure on the ball, you know they pretty much trap ball screens and, and which you know not many teams do in, in college right. basketball. So. It uh, it's you know they're they're a di- really dynamic team. Yeah, Mel, what was the biggest thing? I mean, what surprised you the most about that game in Miami? Was it was it the the way they defended? Not you know what it was. It was I mean you could look at the stats, but it was really the rebounding. They were active, yeah. and you know they're three, four, and five. Those guys who were active on the boards. You know if they didn't get the rebound, they were tipping it out. You know it's one of those things where if you can't really get your hands on it. They were trying to hit it back to half court and then, you know, kept the possession alive. And, um, you know, what I think they, they really did well is, you know, they guarded us well. They did a go- really good job game planning for how we were going to play, um, obviously inside out. And, you know, Larry Nager was on, you know, their guys' butts about, you know, packing the paint. You know, the back, the weak side guy was definitely yeah. was had to be sitting in, in the paint, you know, they're fronting the post. You know, making high lows impossible. So that was really a big, big emphasis for them, and it and it worked. How would they compare to some of the other really tough teams that you faced this year? Well, I mean, I think, I think they they they're a complete team, and and the fact that they they guard, they put pressure on you on defense, but um, you know, they they have the double edged sword on offense, where they all can push one through five can push. And, you know, if you stop their break, they're running a good action. Yeah. Uh, simple, very simple, uh, but it just puts their players in, in their best spots for them to be, you know, at their best, whether it's, you know, making threes or, you know, putting, putting guys in closeouts. So that's, that's, that's the one thing I, I really got from them in terms of, you know, just how they play and how they've been successful. Mill, Albany, New York, it kind of, I kind of felt like I went to Columbus. I watched Purdue. I watched Florida Atlantic. I watched Michigan. I was embedded with my Spartans. What did you think? About, it felt like Indiana, was, the, the Albany, New York, you're in, the, you're in the corner of the earth. How was the attendance? Did, you, did it feel like an NCAA tournament there? It did. The games were pretty sweet, you know, because mm-hmm. we, you know, we were in a good, you know, we had some good teams there. You know, UConn was in there. And, um you know, obviously having a lot of success right now, but it was it was cool, man. I, the town, the city. I'm not gonna lie, is is was was dry. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the games, the games were were pretty awesome. They okay, were, the environment, the, the, the attendance. Yeah, yeah. I I thought I thought it was it's cool. Even even the you know the fact that our games finished super late at like midnight, twelve thirty. Right. You know, it was still pretty packed in there and loud. So I thought it was cool. Did you guys feel like you got the right seed? Um, I think we did. I think it was yeah. pretty fair. I don't think yeah. we should have been higher. Yeah. Um, I think healthy, you know, with, with X, we, we obviously the whole season maybe would have looked different, but, yeah. um, I don't think it was a, uh, I, no, no one was upset Yeah. that we weren't higher. We, we would, we would have been, we wouldn't have been surprised if we were a five seed, you yeah. know? So it, it was, it was kind of fair. So as you look at the final four, all right, you've got the mid majors. You got San Diego State. You got Florida Atlantic. You know that the uh, Florida Atlantic's got a local, local uh, Hoosier, a Hoosier grad, mm-hmm. Dusty May. You know Dusty at all? I don't know Dusty. Okay. Never met him. Okay. Well, who wins that game, Mel? Oh man, 
put me on the spot. See, I'm I'm conflicted because I I really like um I like both teams, man. They 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 guard and they they play so well together. Um, you know, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Dusty. That a baby. He's going with the Hoosier think, grad. I think I Mill think, Mill's getting his doctorate from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You couldn't. You can pay me enough money to stay for that long, Doctor. Doesn't that sound like a good? It's got good flow, Doctor Millard Fillmore, cop. Doc, I like. I like Doctor Cop. Doctor Cop. Yeah. I would. I would trust that doctor. That's yeah, for sure. I would too. So on the I other side, Mel, you've got. It, it's interesting because Miami and UConn they strike me as teams that are very similar. They're yeah. uh, just in terms of their ruggedness, their the competitive vibe. What do you think? Yeah. Who wins that game, Mill? Man, uh, the thing about those two teams is they're probably playing, you know, better than any team in the country. I think, and I mean, obviously, there's not many teams left playing, but those two teams are the. I think it's clear that they're the hottest teams, like in terms of how well they're playing together. Yep, they're hot. The Their arrows up. Yeah. The wins, you know, that they've had have been, you know, strong, like. You know, some convincing, and uh, so I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go UConn. I'm okay, gonna go UConn, and and uh, I think, uh, yeah, the UConn. They got great size. They got good guards, but yeah. uh, the, I I would probably agree with that, Mel. I, I see a Florida Atlantic UConn national championship wow. game. Okay, so now we're really going to put you on the spot, Mel. Yeah. Florida Atlantic, UConn, national championship. Who wins? I think UConn's winning by three. UConn by wow. three. Now that's uh, just my number I just came up with. But I, I, I like that. And I I think UConn is, is is built to win and they're they're playing swag up right now. They're playing like they were when they were number one team in the country. Hey. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Now, changing gears a little, the guy that is also on this uh, interview, a guy by the name of Brian No, South Bend, Indiana. Uh-huh. He's yep. never seen, oh, wait man. for it, Listen. he's never seen the How? movie Hoosiers. How are you going to? Dog me out in he's, front of he's Miller Cop. Unbelievable on a show. I, you know what, Miller? They call it co-hosting. You know, it's kind of like being a teammate on the floor. What would you think if Trey Galloway just threw you under the bus while you're under the while you're out there on the floor? <laughs> You'd say he's a bad teammate, wouldn't you? No, well, I mean, we've seen Hoosiers, so I mean, we. <laughs> I just believe in accountability, and we're all friends here. We got Jimmy Cook on here too, and Jimmy's exactly. Jimmy's an Indiana guy. Um, I mean, Mills from Mills from Houston, Texas. Yep. They don't even believe in basketball. You sound down like there. you've watched it a lot, Miller. Have you? Hoosiers or basketball? Hoosiers. Uh, <laughs> basketball. <laughs> uh, um, I've seen a few I've games. Watched it, I've watched it enough. Enough. I've watched it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, probably not going to watch it again. Um, huh. But huh. I've seen it. I've seen it. See, Man. that sounds like he wasn't. But he's from Houston. He wasn't enthralled with. They've it. seen yeah. the Junction Boys and what? Uh, <laughs> have you seen Brian's song and uh, Friday Night Lights and what's yeah. the other? <laughs> Billy Bob. He knows who Billy Bob is and Lance, uh, the QB from Friday Night Light or uh, 
Friday night lights. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, that's what I was, that's what I was put on to. So See, he, he knows all those quotes. He can quote you any football movie. Necess- necessary roughness. Rudy, do you have a Rudy quote, Miller? Uh, nah, just play like a champion today. That's all. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that worked. I don't think that's a quote from Rudy. Miller Cop, Miller Cop with us here, Indiana guard. I- I'm just curious, Miller, losing to Miami, what's your feeling? They're in the Final Four, so is it like, hey, man, if we're going to lose to someone, at least it's a team that went on and, and did something significant. That's how I feel. O- or do you feel like, hey, if we beat that team, we could be where they are. How do you feel about it? I think I think I want to like I like them having success. Number one, they deserve it. They're a really good team. Um, I felt like they could have been seated higher, but they uh, yeah I want them to succeed and win, and because it just makes our loss look better. But it really doesn't matter at that point. Like the game's over. They beat you know really good teams after us. They beat good teams before us. So it's uh, it's just part of the game. What's the next step for you? You continuing your career professionally? I am, yeah. I uh, don't know exactly what that'll look like, but I'm I'm gonna continue to play and uh, um, you know see where it leads me. You got the agent process. You're probably in the process of selecting your agent, uh-huh. right? And uh, you're not yeah. going the Lamar Jackson route. No, right? you don't want to be your own agent. No, no, no not Uncle right Jerry. Now. <laughs> uh, I think the other part, Mill, is you know you're waiting to. Uh, you know, either get invited to some of these pre-draft camps or summer leagues, summer league, yeah. not summer league yet, but, um, you know, really get a shot at working out in front of these NBA teams. I mean, that's yeah. that's probably what's going on right now, right? Yeah, that's basically it. And then, you know, again, taking a little time off just because, you know, you know how the season is. It's a grind. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you, you know me, you know, Coach, I'm in there every day. and, and uh, He is. He ain't lying. Letting, letting the body recover a little bit. I, I and the last couple of weeks of the season, I had a little hip flexor deal I was dealing okay. with, and um, letting that kind of calm down a little bit, and then gonna just figure out a plan and just you know attack it. What what is that grind like, Miller? How would you describe it? Because we spend a lot of time with football. You know, we're talking about the grind of a season. We don't talk about it as much in college basketball, but how would you put uh, that into words? Well, I think it's the hardest grind if we're you know season wise, longest grind for sure. Yeah, e- easily. I think it, it, uh, you know, people talk about football in terms of the physicality and stuff, but, um, in terms of the sheer miles you run, you know, I mean, we, you know, we track all that stuff. The, the, uh, you know, nine months you're there on campus working out, training, um, the games, the travel, the lack of sleep, all that stuff. It, it adds up. You know, we had, yeah. I think, a hundred and, Five, 106 practices this year. You know, I, I was in every single one of them. You know, I didn't miss one of them. So it's just like it, it adds up on you. And, you know, then you're thinking about, like, oh, wow, we averaged, you know, five miles a day at practice. Yeah. You add that up, and it just, you know, it built, it, you know, the wear and tear, especially when, shoot, you know, you're a fifth year guy. It's like, whew, you know, these young, bucks need to, these young bucks need to come in here and take a couple reps, you know? How hard is that to, you know, like let's say your legs are are gone. How hard is it to compensate for that when when you're you're shooting from distance? You know what I mean? Like, how, how do you make that uh, work? Uh, well, it's just you you just kind of work out and train in that environment. You know, in the games, you you know the goal is to be you know the best player in the games. You know that you can be not the best player in practice every single day. I mean, yes, you want to be you know at your best in practice, but not to the 
um, you know, extent where you're not as good in games. And so it's, it's about, you know, tailoring your days and tailoring your, your training and, you know, your sleep and nutrition to, you know, game days and, and feeling best on, on the games. And so, um, you know, I'm always doing different stuff to make sure I'm feeling good during games. And, you know, I, I've, and, and the biggest thing with that is, is the shooting, you know, while being tired is just, you know, you have to be in great shape, you know, cause if you're getting tired during games, you know, that your biggest worry should not be your shot. You're going to, you know, fall, fall and, and lack in other areas. Right. So, right. And well, you're playing 35 minutes. I think you were right up around 35, 36 a game. Mel, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Especially, especially the back half of the year. Yeah. Those are big minutes, man. How about you mentioned getting your shots up in the gym? If you just break it down in generally, in general, what does that look like? Like, how many free throws? How many threes are you taking when you're getting your shots up? Uh, you know, Coach Fife knows I'm a big routine guy. Um, it's a funny story. We uh, <laughs> early on, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I was just thinking early of on, it, man. I'm very, I'm very, like obviously, I think shooting is a lot mental. You know, you have to put the reps in again. Um, or you're not going to ever make shots, but it's it's mental too. You know, it's like you know swinging a golf, uh, you know, a golf club, which you golf. don't have. You've been advertising for some golf clubs online. Yeah, yeah, I've been soliciting. I've been, uh, well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, I have. So, it, but but to my point or to my story, it was early on. You know, my first year in Indiana. I don't know what happened, but like I turned down a shot, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Fife got on me, and then I, I may have turned down another one later in practice. And you know, I got I got fired up, and I kind of got in my feelings. And I'm I kind of me and Fife go back and forth. I'm like, don't just I'm like, dude, stop telling me how to shoot and when to shoot, man. Like, I don't want to I don't want to have to worry about that, blah blah. blah. <laughs> and he goes something to the extent of, got it. And just left it alone. Ten <laughs> four, good buddy. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but but for me, it's all about routine. It's all about a feel. You know, I go and I I made a you know came up with a routine, a shooting routine that uh, in June of you know the year or last year where um, you know I made at least you know three hundred shots more if I was you know feeling good and. Um, you know, it's the same thing every day, the same shots, the same movements um, to where, and it's all, you know, basically all threes and to where it kind of hits on every movement, every angle, every passing angle that I could potentially get in games. Um, and so I just do that, you know, every single day. And during the season, I'll taper it down. So instead of 300, it'll be 100 or 150 or um, you know, some days I'll just make 50 if I'm just dead tired. But, you know, every day doing something that moves the needle. You know, uh, your guy Dane Fife is a big fan of your Instagram ways. You know, do you yeah. have any social media tips for Dane, myself, or anybody in general? <laughs> yeah, I'd say for you guys, um, keep your shirts on. Yes, <laughs> um, especially this guy. <laughs> I'd say um, <laughs> be careful who you, uh, you know, what pictures you like. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. See that yep. stuff. Yeah. Uh, don't want to get caught up. And um, don't, you guys both are married, correct? No, divorced. Okay. 
well, then you don't have to worry about this, Coach Fife. I mean, hey, yeah, don't don't I'll steer be clear. Don't be following any other, you know. No, uh-huh. yeah. steer clear of that. Yeah. I don't. That's, yep. what, that's you know, I don't want to have to keep you know. it professional. Yeah, exactly. So those are my those are my two real tips for you guys. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah, very good, very nice. Yeah, Mill rivals the Cavender twins on on um, <laughs> social media. Yeah, but you know we don't we don't talk about them after they're you know. After what they did to the, yeah, yeah, I didn't they appreciate. They shushed you. Was right. she shushing you when she made that free throw? I was. I was watching through the TV, okay. so I don't think it was at me, but okay. it could have been. Yeah, I think she might have been. Might have you been. What she was. <laughs> hey, Mill. Before you go, and we appreciate your time. Give me something funny about Dane Fife, the coach. Just, just something maybe <laughs> that I could use against him while we're doing yeah. shows. At times, would be. Oh man. Oh, let me think. Let me think. Let me just go go through the Rolodex. Um, <laughs> all right. So Uh-oh. when this guy when this guy has a scout, okay, number one, he'll chase you down holding his laptop in uh, in his hand, knowing that um, you know, getting you know, wanting to show you film, and he will also. Um, on road trips after dinner, we have like a late night snack and, you know, there's usually like some pizza or some, you know, breadsticks or whatever out there, but there's also ice cream. Mm-hmm. This guy, and it'll be nine 30. He'll be on his computer, have his, all his notes out, you know, again, watching film, like knowing everything, every team does. And you'll look next to his computer and you'll see about eight wrappers of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my tip, my tip uh, just advice, you just no, no ice cream bars, no nothing. Keep just, your ice cream just, close to you because it'll, it'll get taken. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah, fact, Will. I love my ice cream. <laughs> so that's all I got. Oh, that's good, man. Well, hey, Miller, really appreciate you stopping by today. Great interview, man, and uh, best of luck. Hopefully we can catch you up, catch up with you pretty soon. Thank you, guys. You guys have a good one. Hey, Miller, maybe I'll let you buy me lunch in Bloomington? I mean, you're 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 more popular than I am, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'll just I'll go, but I'll forget my credit card. <laughs> I do the same thing. We're in trouble. That's, hey, you. That's that's my trick. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Good stuff, Miller, man. We'll catch you soon, bud. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Miller. Thank you. There he is, Miller Cop.